Log Talk Radio.
How's that sound going out there? I think y'all can hear me. All right. Welcome to what? This is the first show of December. Tuesday, December the 5th, 2023. We only have a few more weeks left to... This 2023 year, a few more weeks left till we uh, do our money ritual. I haven't sent the invitations out yet. I will do that. I will get it done. Uh, by tomorrow, it will be done. That's my word. So who's out there? We got L- LV Love is out there. Um, he says that sound good. Music's not too loud, is it? want to make sure. I don't want to have it blasting anybody's ear. Who is that? Usually I have more people in the uh, in the seven people on, four likes from what I can see. Not a whole lot of people on today. Maybe people's partying. Christmas parties. This is the time of the year for Christmas parties. So, today, is a day that I am going to be talking about King Solomon's divine request. I'm quite sure you guys are familiar with King Solomon's request that he that he made of God when he was made king, after he was made king. He had a big responsibility. He had to take over the big shoes of his father and rule his people. So we're going to read that. And I'm reading that for a reason because it segues into this corporate transparency act. Well, like King, what does that got to do with King Solomon? And wisdom, things like that. You'll see when I read it, I'm going to, you know, I got to do my, my scripture thing, my spiritual thing first before I go into the other stuff. And I'm only going to talk about the Corporate Transparency Act brief for a little bit. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail. I'm just going to go, you know, overview. Because I've been getting a lot of information on it. Like when we had our biweekly class yesterday, someone brought it up. 
and was like, yo, what's this thing with the king? We got to give our personal information if we own, a, you know, own companies and stuff like that. People are making videos about it. And I'm not, I'm not going to go into that part yet. But I, I, it was so bad that I scheduled a meeting with all of the members for tonight after the show at 830. If you're part of my membership, we will go. I'm going to read. You know, I don't look at videos and tell y'all stuff like what someone else said. I look at the law. And the videos I've been checking out, they, they didn't even bother to read to the people the law. They gave them their interpretation, or maybe they gave them a misinterpretation because they wanted those people to do business with them, put fear in their heart. Y'all already know I don't rule. I don't teach by fear. I teach by way of what the book says, what the law says is required. And if anybody's got questions about that, I'd suggest you go read it for yourself. It's very simple. Read it. Out of all of the legal leads that I read all the time, this was a very simple read. And um, maybe because I read so much legal leads that it has, my brain is wired to interpret it. Like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I don't pretend to be one. But I do understand laws, rules, statutes. I understand what they say. And most times when people are coming at me what they think they know about the law, it's always, for the most part, not even close to what the, the law is saying. So maybe that's why people come to me to uh, get their to know stuff because I could read this stuff and interpret it. But if you, you know, you can always hire a lawyer, pay him a lot of money, or you can spend the time and read the stuff yourself. Know what, know what helps me understand those things? I read it over and over and over and over and over again, over and over and over again. Till I could grasp it. And that's what it takes. So, I mean, just regular stuff you need to read over and over again, because you miss stuff the first time. You need to read stuff several times before you can even Get a close understanding. And then you read it more and more and more and you get a better understanding. There's some things I've been teaching for years and I go back and I read it again and I get another whole understanding. It happens all the time. So let's go to this scripture. It's uh, 1 Kings chapter 3. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, I want to share the screen. Hang on. Sometimes I don't want to share all of the stuff that I got up, and sometimes it'll do that, and I don't want that. Oh, uh, let's minimize this. Uh, what is that sound? <laughs> See, I just hit something, y'all. I just hit something. Oh, now I got to find what that is. I'll turn it down like that. Got to get rid of the sound. See, I hit something and then something started. Oh, that's what that, that TikTok video. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, I'm going to just read it. Y'all get your Bibles out. Y'all just read it. All right. First Kings chapter 3, it says... Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, 
and married his daughter. He brought her to the city of David until he finished building his palace and the temple of the Lord. And the wall around Jerusalem. The people, however, were still sacrificing at the high places because a temple had not yet been built for the name of the Lord. Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given to him by his father David, except that he offered sacrifices and burned incenses incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices, for that was the most important high place, and Solomon offered a, a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here amongst the people you have chosen, a great people too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. All right. Okay, where was I? Uh, I've lost my place. Right and wrong, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and he realized it had been a dream. So Solomon realized that he had a big, big shoes to fill. He had a lot of work and he realized he didn't know how to do it properly. So he asked for wisdom in order to know how to move. Just simply ask for that. He could have asked for anything. I want money. I want this. I want women. I want a hundred camels and cattle. You know, whatever is the, was the, what would be called in style at the time. He could have asked for that, but he asked for the one thing, wisdom. He said, you're serving his among people you have chosen, a great people too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? He wanted a discerning heart. He wanted to know how to know between right and wrong. Simple. 
Now, I label this a divine request. This is something, when I, I've read this story many times as a kid into my adult life, and I realized something very early about this. The key to any type of wealth, whether it be wealth and knowledge or in just money, things, is to have wisdom, to have a discerning heart, when to, to make the right decisions, when to back away from the wrong decisions, when to know what information is truthful or not truthful, when to know what you should do if you don't know. See, he didn't know, and he asked for the truth. He said, I need to know what's right and wrong. Simple. I've been, I've, I've, I told you a story about how I wanted the truth. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about King Solomon's story at the time, but I asked for the truth, and it came to me. And, it, and that truth was you don't know anything about God. You know everything you know is what people gave you hearsay about God. You don't even you don't have a personal relationship with God. You don't know God intimately. Because the way I was trying to get to know God was through people. I was using people as surrogates, pastors, preachers, ministers, elders in the congregation. I was using all of them as a surrogate to get to God or a mediator to get to God. See, I never was taught that I needed to go within myself and find God, because he created me, right? I came through my parents, but they were created, the whole, every human being didn't get here, but by the creation of God. So what better source to go to to get the truth? The one who knows all, and is all. So, I mention this because in the class last night, someone came to me asking me what I thought about the law. What do I know? What about this? And, what I, and clearly they didn't read the law. They saw people talking about this law and they believed what, or I don't, I wouldn't, let me not go as far as say they believe what they said. What they were trying to do is, and I know what they, they were trying to, they value my opinion on it. So they asked me what I thought and did to get an interpretation of it. And here's what I say. Read the stuff for yourself. Go to the source of the information and get the truth. See, if I want to know about spiritual things, I go straight to God and ask him. I'm not going to anybody else. No pastor, preacher. I'm going straight to God. And let's see, pastors will disagree with me. No, you, you got to go through someone who's connected more to God than you are. They actually believe this crap when they talk that. Everybody has a direct line to God. Don't believe otherwise. The only reason why you feel like you don't have a direct line to God is because you believe what they said. You don't have one. Man told you that. Man told you that you need to go through me to get to God, or you need me to give you the wisdom that I have. Y'all don't need me. Nobody needs me for that. And sometimes when you're not sure, you go to someone who is more experienced. That's good. But what I'm saying is people are giving out misinformation all the time. 
in the video that I watched, the guy gave him at least four or five things that were not true according to the law. I'll, I'll give you a key one. Oh, you're going to have to give him your social. And why well, I knew he didn't read the law when he said, I think you got to give your social. Then he later on, he said, you do got to give it when it, when you get this corporate transaction, transparent. Act. And see, when you learned about the law and the rules that you don't have to give your social to anybody, this agency that they're using is a third party. It's not a government entity. It's a subsidiary or subcontractor with the IRS that collects this information. They can't require anybody or force anybody to give their social up. They don't have the authority. And if you ever read the Social Security Administration Act or the, the rules, it tells you not to give out your social and you don't have to give it out. Well, let me stop saying you're the social that they assigned to you, their, their number. Don't give that to anybody. So right there, that was a big red flag for me. So I read this Solomon. See, this has, this scripture has spiritual, esoterical, metaphysical meaning to it. If you want anything, if you want an abundance in life, the first thing you need to be asking for is wisdom because even to manage that abundance, if you don't have wisdom, you're going to blow it all. And he wasn't, and he was like, I need to know how to deal with my people. When have we ever asked for, give me the wisdom on how to deal with people, how to deal with my wife, how, how to deal with my husband, my, my children. Give me the wisdom for that. Because you can have all of the money in the world, but if you're in turmoil with the people around you, you're not going to have peace to even enjoy that money. See, simply before you try to seek other people for an answer, first try getting an answer from straight from the source where everything is. We have our answers built in us, encoded. It's in our DNA. That prosperity idea, that multi-million dollar idea, it's already there for you. The confusion is only there because you've allowed outside influence to distract you from your purpose that you were, you were here to do. We allowed the, the, the systems that man created to distract us. The systems of get a job, get a good education, get a good job, so you can retire. You were programmed not to be wealthy by this system. You were taught to live paycheck to paycheck. This system teaches you how to live paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Why do I say that? Because they don't teach you money management skills in school. You had to figure that out after the fact. After you done screwed up your finances, you figure it out. Well, I can't live like this. This ain't good. Right? Am I right or wrong? You see? Most of the stuff that we really need to survive in this world, we don't learn it until after we get ourselves neck deep into it and figure out that this ain't the way to go. Learning things as we go along, relationships, finances, even in our religious life. 
And that's right there is the biggest thing that trips us up. Our misguided concepts of God, as Reverend Ike would say. See, wisdom is important to be able to navigate this world, knowing stuff. And, and, and you have to get to the point where you want to be hungry for knowledge, truthful knowledge. See, if you're going to consume people's videos, that's fine. But make sure it's videos that you can use and utilize. Like that video that I saw that was shared to me, and I'm when I get in my group, I'm going to play the video, let them watch it, and I'm going to break down line by line and show the law and make comparisons of what this dude said versus what the law actually says. And that's, that's what's going on. We are allowing people to program our minds with false information simply because we won't use our own God-given talent of going and looking it up for ourselves and read it, just simply not being lazy. With your, with, your, with your studies. A lot of people studying comes from what they heard. That's all they know. All I did was a simple, I wasn't even thinking about that law. I didn't care about it. I wasn't worried about it because I understand business and I've set up enough, enough of companies to know that the information that they're asking for, you got to put it on the Secretary of State anyway. So it's nothing like the beneficial owner. Who's the beneficial owner? Whoever owns it. That could be you, an entity. And then one other thing that was said that I'm going to bring up. He said, oh, the only people that's exempt from it is sole proprietors. And then the law didn't say nothing about no sole proprietor. It didn't. It, it didn't say sole proprietors was exempt. It didn't say that. It didn't say that at all. It said, <laughs> "Oh man," it said, "There's 23 entities that are exempt." That's what it said, and they broke down each one of them line for line. That's how I know he didn't even bother. He was so, these people are so eager to get likes and clicks and all of that. Y'all see my videos. They don't get a lot of likes. There's not a, the watchability is low. I know I got more follows, followers than that. I know that. Because the phone calls I did get, the consultations that I get, tell me that. So I know there's some type of mechanism in place to keep, my viewership low. I've been stuck under 10,000 for three years now. <laughs> they won't let me get that 10,000. I'll get there one day. I don't worry about that stuff. Anyway, here's somebody said, did I send out the email about the meeting? That means you ain't checking your email or you ain't on the email list. I sent that thing out way longer. The things that be irking me, man. That'd be irking me. Open up your email. It's there. It's open. Oh.
sent that out like hours ago. Literally, who's out there? DJB Thunder says, peace, love, extreme, prosperity, everyone. Thank you. Road Warrior said, peace, everyone. Indy Sick said, peace, brother. C. King Bay said, peace, everyone. All right. My my other regulars are not here. Corinne and Steve, I don't see them. I know they joined that uh, Myron Golden class. They might be out from that. It's not. Well, I sent it out. People, I I know people are getting it because they're already joining the meeting. (laughs) I sent it out through Teachable. Yeah, somebody somebody sent in a video said I told him I was exempt. Yeah, if you if you working with me, you ain't got to worry about that 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 rule. Because if you because it's see, I've always told you guys it's all about how you're structured. That's the key. And one of the, one of the entities that you know know who's <clears throat> just one of just to mention one entity that's entities that are that are uh, exempt. Businesses with 20 or more employees. So this rule was really made for the little guy. Banks are exempt. All uh, financial institutions, all of them. Oh, Sinking Bay said he did. Karen's on the call. Okay. Um, Right. But if you're in my group, if you didn't get the the, the 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 invite, I sent it out through Teachable. Through Teachable. Is your membership up to date, DJB Thunder? I know you'd be in the classes, but is that membership up to date? That might be the reason why you didn't get it. Because I sent it out. I set up a separate meeting. I sent out an email through the Teachable portal. Somebody, I know it went out because people are already on it, ready to hear what I have to say about it. So back to King Solomon and his, his, his quest or request for wisdom. You will get the truth if you just simply ask for it. And then it will show up in some form. Now, one thing I'd be careful about, or oh, no, I wouldn't even say careful. One, let me, one thing you need to know when you ask for the truth, you're going to get it. Just be prepared for whatever it is. Because sometimes that truth you get may not feel good, but it's going to be the truth. It's going to be what you ask for. Don't be upset or taken aback if that truth comes in a way that you, you're not ready to swallow. We all know that truth sometimes has, is a big pill to swallow. It's hard to swallow. So I always suggest take bits at a time. Take a breath. Take a deep breath and say, ooh, this is what I asked for. Every time I asked for the truth, a lot of times it came back in a, in a, in a form that I really wasn't, really didn't think or anticipate, but I've learned to say don't anticipate no more. 
it's going to be what it be when it show up. Yeah, you need to check your, uh, you might. I got to check. Make sure you're on the email list. I'll check that later. Then, then how was you, uh, wasn't you in the class yesterday? How did you get that link? If you was in the class. Or what email address you got on your membership? I'm checking now. I'm checking right now to see what's going on. All right, there you go. You in there? I don't know why you didn't get it, bro. Is your emails in here? So let's do this. I'm going to send you an email direct from the portal. All right. Because I don't understand why you didn't get that. All right, let's copy this invitation. You should get an email now. I I didn't. I'd usually now for the meetings on the new schedule. Yo, I sent the email about that too. I just sent you an email. Uh, You know what? Let me check something here. Sometimes you opt out of receiving emails. Some people opt out and don't realize that they're blocking me from giving them emails. You know, opt out. No, you're not opt out. I just sent it to you. All right. Uh, C. King Bay says he don't see it either. Um, check your spam folder. I'm sending it to you too. It is. I don't know why everybody didn't get that email because what I did was I sent the email out to the group, whoever, whatever, based on the class you're in. Oh. Um, okay. I'm going to do it again for. All right. All 
I'm sending out again. Make sure everybody get it. All right, done. It said email came at 9.42 a.m. Yeah, I know I, I sent it out way earlier. Not sure why everybody didn't get it. It might be in the spam folder. Something's blocking it. The meeting's going to be at 8.30. So, I was trying to put on my telegram today, and for some reason, it is not loading on my computer. I don't know. I'm not going to mess with it. Computer been acting funny lately. Yeah. All right. In La Vida says peace to all. Same to you. Peace to you as well. <laughs> Somebody said the system tried to stop us from getting it. I guess. I don't know. It's weird how I sent the email out and some people got it and some people don't and you guys are in the same class, so I don't I don't get that. Something's could be something very technical that I'm overlooking. So back to the subject. What are you gonna do? You're going to continue to leave your, your 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 success up to someone else to tell you what it is? In order to really make a difference in your own life, you're going to have to read, you're going to have to study, and you're going to have to understand what you're doing. There's no way around it. I watch a lot of content. I watch these contents half giving you, giving out information. And I saw clearly what the brother was trying to do. He's trying to make money. And she suggested that, uh, you don't, you don't file, don't file it yourself. I wouldn't even to take a chance in that. It was a, he was creating another stream of income for himself with that process, which is, yeah, we live in a world, capitalist society where people can come up with ideas and that's fine that you would do that. But, if you're going to talk about something as serious that you serious as that, you need to have accurate information. You need to have read it. You know how tempted I was to go on this channel and just say, hey, you know, that's not true. And then that was my ego ready to correct them. Then my spirit said, you don't need to correct them. It'll correct itself over time. Let, that's his business. I go through that a lot. I see stuff. Oh, and I'll be ready to jump out there, then my my spirit say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, let him let him let him tell us whatever he think is true. Or tell whether he I don't think he was intentionally not telling the truth. He went off of what he heard and he talked about it. 
and they, they brainstormed it. Yeah, I can make money doing this, and, and you can contact me. You can get this consultation. I get it. Before I drop any knowledge to you guys, a lot of the knowledge that I drop for most of the time, I pretty much was sitting on it for months, sometimes years before I even talked about it. It's so much stuff I can teach and talk about. But I say to myself, my spirit said, this is not they this is not the time to talk about it. But I can tell you one thing, one thing I am thankful for that Several years ago, I got the call to start telling people how to set up these their themselves properly and protect themselves through their religious beliefs. And now it's it it's really meaning something. It, I mean, it meant something then, but it really I could see where God was telling me why to do that and why we needed it. Now, clearly, I break it down in the in the meeting later, but. That's what happens when you listen to your that God voice that talks through you. Someone mentioned to me today that they don't move unless the spirit moves them until their spirit says they then they move. That was the best thing I've heard anyone say in a long time. That right there, see, I could when someone tells me that we could work together. We we got it. When I hear that, see, I could when someone and they do that and they they living like that, I could trust that because that's how I operate. Sometimes I'm accused of taking too long. What's going on? What you doing? I help people with with different situations that they find themselves, and I move. I'm not moving slow. It's just that my spirit hasn't moved me to put it to put it to that paper yet. Sometimes my spirit tells me not to do nothing. I like some people come to me and they don't get help because my spirit say no, don't mess with this because I might be messing with a, a, a karmic debt or some type of reaping what you sow situation, and I'm interfering with that. Oh, that reaping process. Y'all do know that. You can get yourself caught up in a bad situation interfering with somebody's reaping process that they got to go through to learn. Stay out of people's reaping. They sow stuff, they got to reap it. Scripture's clear. It says God is not to be mocked. You reap what you sow. And some of us are interfering in people's reaping process, what they got to go through. No, 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 and, and cause getting all stressed out. No, people got to go through their thing to learn, to grow, to expand. If you don't reap what you sow, you will never expand. Right? Just let's look at it on just a mere planting a seed, an actual seed, and you're waiting for the harvest. Now you can't just plant that seed. You have to kill the. You got to look after it, water it, make sure that uh, things don't come in to destroy it. You got to look over it, watch it. That's that. That scripture is very deep. 
So just compare that to your life. You're sowing seeds all the time. Like the, the brother in that, that video, he sowed a seed. Now, what kind of what kind of fruit is he going to be? What kind of plants going to grow? What is it going to be good or bad? We already know how Christ feel about trees that don't produce. That fig tree that he cursed. That's exactly what could happen to you or me if I'm sowing bad seed and that tree is not growing good fruit. What are you sowing? Let's just make it a little more personal. You say you want to start a new business. You want to you get out of the rat race, the job. You want to get out of debt. Are you slowing down your spending? Did you create a budget? Are you still buying frivolous things? No, you're not getting out of debt if you continue to overspend. Buy things you don't need. You say you want a better relationship. Are you working on yourself so that you can be a better person in that relationship? Because see, the only way you can make any relationship better is if you make yourself better. You can't make other people better. You make yourself better. You make yourself a good person. You sow good seeds of communication and things like that. I had to learn that. Communication is important in relationships. I, I, I was, I'm very, not very good at that. <laughs> Do communicate. Although, look, I, I can sit up here and talk to you all day and communicate, right? But I wasn't, I'm not so great in, like, the, the whole communicate because sometimes, you, you know, you're dealing with a woman. You got to watch what you say, how you say it, where it's said, and all that stuff. There's a whole bunch of things. Me, me being as, as straight shooter as I am, I'd have to learn. I can't be so direct when dealing with the female. Got to be flower up the words a little bit. Do that with the fellas. You can't do that with the females. They feel. They feel words. Men hear words. Women feel words. They feel it. They don't hear it. They feel how it made them feel what you said. They always say that. Ever had one of them tell you that? A woman tell you that? I know how I felt when you said it. That's important to them. You, as a man, hear the words and start putting the logic with it. We hear the words and we don't, feelings ain't even there. It's just, wait a minute, what did you say? You said this and now this is, see? And understanding that about each other you can improve your communication. You are reaping. Whatever you get out of the situation, you are reaping the seeds you sowed prior to that. So if you want good information, read it for yourself. Now, I'm going to read this stuff for my group because we they 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 paid me to be a part of a group and this is some of the things we need to know because this could potentially directly affect them if they don't have their stuff set up right. And it does potentially affect them. It does. But I have to show them how it does not, it won't affect them at all, but I got to show them how. 
See, they paid me to interpret these things for them to make it easier. But most of the people that in the group who've been around, they was like, man, I, I know I'm exempt. <laughs> they knew it. Why? Because through their studies, they know that, wait a minute, the government is trying to infringe on my right to private contract. What I was going to actually read some case law that I was talking about, and I'm going to, let me see if I can put it up, because I had it here. You know, I had all of these. Now, I've, I've, since I got back from the seminar, oh, man, you know, give me Chicago. I did a seminar in Chicago on Saturday. It was awesome. It was most all new faces were there, except for one. There was only one familiar face that had been to a seminar back in 2017 when I went to Houston, Texas. That was the only familiar face other than the brother that, hosted it. He was familiar, but everyone there was brand new from his church and maybe people that he knew, and they loved the information. See, that takes me back to my the blog talk days. When I first started blog talk station, I told the story before, it was in 2012. I think it was September 2012 when I created that station to talk about biblical things but then it took you know the way god works it, 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 he hooks you up with people for a time to get you known and then he moves you away from people because you don't need that anymore i'll make a way now all you got to do is keep these laws mm-hmm. you know what's another i'm gonna go back to the scripture i thought i'm i'm getting i'm just getting revved up now that's why I know I got to always stay on the Bible. When I start getting on, I got to stay there because that's where the divine inspiration always comes from. Let's go back to where he said, Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant." my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in your heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on this, the throne this very day. You know what I want? Let me go back to the, the scripture before that. Oh, it's when David was about to die and he was passing the throne on to his son. He said, it, it, it's in First Kings chapter 2. And it says, when the time drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I'm about to go to the, the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong, act like a man, and observe what your Lord, your God, requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees, commands, his laws, and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Y'all need to go read that law of Moses. I can't be taking us back to that uh, to a degree, yes, because this is the way I see it. we gotten away from that and look at us as a people. We as, as, as uh, people of color claim that we created all of this stuff, but we're not even living what it says. 
No, we listening to rappers and these people who who that's who we idolize, sports figures. That's who we worship. That's our religion. You know, you know why I even said that? I was watching an interview with Cam Newton and this guy, uh, Charleston White, and he said that. He said that's our religion. That guy sounds crazy. Like, he sounds really crazy to me at times, but he makes a lot of sense. And um, I suggest you watch that interview. Watch it. It's it's a I haven't finished it all. I've watched most of it. But he said that. He said this is where black folks they, he no, he used the N words. You have turned sports and rappers into a religion. That's who we idolize. That's who we worship. And I have to agree with that. To agree. And that's not what the law says here. We, what law are we, as a people, what law are we really following when it comes to God? You can go to the Jewish people. They follow their Jewish laws. You go to the Hindu. The, the, they don't like to be called Hindus. It's a, that's a made-up term by the Europeans. But you go to the East Indians. They got their laws they follow. The Muslims, they got their laws they follow. And most of these groups, these groups that I'm talking about are thriving. Asian people, they got their laws they're following. Although a lot of Asians are, have become part of the Christian uh, faith. A lot of them have converted to that. And I, I, it was a, when I lived in Waxhaw, North Carolina, there was an Asian cleaner that I used to go to. She was Christian. But she had it all over her place. She had a, her, her, her Bible, her crosses, everything related to Jesus in that place. Now, some people would say, well, why, you know, you don't put your religion in? Well, maybe she was doing it because she got some type of tax benefit for that. I do know that, right? If you have, if you create your church and you make your church the owner of all your businesses, I ain't, I ain't going to go that. I talk to my, my 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 members know where I'm going with that. It's a lot of things you don't have to do when you do that. When you connect, you follow the law in the Bible. All of these people follow the law that God had set. The Lord, the God Jehovah, had set forth for them, and that's why they prospered. So I don't understand our black churches where they got this thing where you're supposed to be broke or, you know, some of them are not like that, but there's a lot, large majority of them are teaching a, 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 a poverty ministry. Living broken, destitute, broke, broken, disgusted, desperate, desperate, depressed. When I'm looking at Right here, and in, in, early on, God started off with abundance with Adam and Eve. Hey, you can have all this. Just don't mess with my tree over there. That's mine. Don't touch that. You can have all of this. You got the 99.9, but this one point percentage point, half a percentage point, you can't have. And of course, they wouldn't mess with that and screwed up the whole thing. 
What? So when it, when I say you need to read that law of Moses, I can guarantee you there's something that that's going to apply to your life today. That you need to be using and doing. And I'm that's that, shoot. I've been I've been commissioned. Spirit told me go study the law of Moses. Because David said it to Solomon. He said, it says here, walk in obedience to him, keep his decrees and commands his laws, regulations as written in the law of Moses. Man, oh man. There's a lot here. That, that, that there opened up a whole new avenue of teachings. We got to go back to that. I guarantee you, if we, if, if if our world was living according to the law of Moses, a lot of our confusion we having today won't be won't exist. Well, we we living in different times. Yeah, we are. We living in a time, different times where people are confused, confusing themselves about who they are. We need to pick up and create some type of law in order for ourselves because a lot of us are living out of control. And this is why we have no control over our finances. That's why we have no control of our wealth. And we have generations of families living in poverty, generation after generation. I was watching another show with Jojo Brown was – being interviewed and he talked about in his court system he had some people before him a woman in particular was before him who was having children she had a lot of children for the sake of getting the money from the government and he broke down how this one woman because he met her when she was young and then as she grew up Years later, came across it, and she was responsible for thousands of people that came from her, her her lineage. So what happened was she had a bunch of kids. These kids started having children, and some of the children were having children as young as 11 years old. And they were promoting bringing men into the home to get the young girls pregnant so that they can collect more money. This is what was going on. This is, and this is in Shelby County, Tennessee. This is where he resided as a judge at. Generations. And he said by the time they kept tracking, it was in the millions from this one. They, they, they just kept. So they were promoting living off the government. Don't, and, and, and here's what he said. This is the biggest thing that I thought was 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 crazy. He said, None of these people ever had a job. And the only two people, two females that had a job, ever got a job, two, was the two children that was taken out of the home and the fathers took them off to somewhere else. So that's just one family lineage that 
systematically or deliberately was creating children, bringing people, children into this world just so they can get money from the government. That's just one. So imagine how, how, how far this goes. Why? Because there's no structure. There's no law. There's no, no sense of pride or respect for themselves. This is why you have to study and get to know, not guess, know what the truth is. Those people don't know what the truth is. They created a, 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 they created a false reality of self and created a false way they're, gonna, they're just going to live off the government. And, and, and here's the thing. And the government endorses that. Why? Because somehow they're making money off of it, giving out this free money to people. Think, have you ever thought about it? Why would the government allow people to be generationally on these programs and not do anything about it? Because they're making money off of that. They are somehow getting a benefit off of that. Number one is destroying the community that that community, and number two, they're getting something out of that. It's 805. Yeah, that, Ali L says, uh, that's sad. Yes, it is sad. Very sad. But I, I mean, I, I didn't know that 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 it was that one person when you think about it over time you know people multiply and create these situations where they're creating children or having children not for the sake of family but for the sake of a free check so that means that child just represents more money and the amount of money you're getting from the government ain't nothing But that's as big as they, that's how far as they see they can go. That's the way they choose choose to live. Because they don't know who they really are. They said, we need to get together black people. You have, also have to remember a family member have shouted down. They have to remember a family member have shouted down. I, I'm, I, I'm missing something. Oh, I said, I remember some years back when you said you wanted to do Bible says now it looks like it's happening. Yeah, it is. Somebody said, dude stood on his truth. Yeah, he speaks back. Yeah, that dude shot. Yeah, I listened. I was like, I've listened to a lot of interviews, but that was a pretty good interview. And. Some of the things you said just sound crazy if you're listening with the, what do you call the carnal ear, the fleshly ear. But if you listen with the spirit, you can really hear what he was trying to say. Even through the the cursing and the, the, the N-words and stuff like that, even through that, you can really hear what he was trying to say. And he actually said this. He said, when I spoke proper and tried to help the community, no one wanted to hear it. Now when I act like a a fool, 
somebody ignorant, everybody listening. And then it, then Cam Newton was checking him about, you know, you can't talk like this. He said, why can't I talk like this? Y'all let these rappers talk like that, call women hoes and bees and stuff like you let, But y'all don't say nothing about that. But you're going to talk to me about how I talk, but you ain't saying nothing to these celebrities or how they talk or these rappers who constantly put out music about killing their own people and the, the sisters who talk about all this promiscuity. Not saying anything about that. And Cam Newton had to shut his mouth. He was like, what you going to say to that? <laughs> He's right. You want to check? I got to check my speech, but you ain't checking their speech. No, because y'all, and that's what he said. I treat these rappers like they God, they religion. He was right. I suggest y'all go watch it. it it's, a, it's a real... It's, it's, it, 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 to me, I think it's worth the, it, investing some time and just listening to that interview. I got to go finish it off. I had, had to stop and study. I got to finish the last part of it, which I will. See, I never really count people out because of how they behave or talk. And that's, that's one thing. You, do, let, me, let me share something with you. Some of y'all got big opportunities, but it's going to come through a person that you don't like how they talk. And that's your test. That is your test to see how far you want to go. Because anything you want to do better, you're going to meet opposition with it. And, some, and usually at the beginning stages of your, you trying to elevate, you're going to encounter a person that you don't really particular. You don't talk like they talk or move like they talk. They might cuss and use all kind of words, but if you sit and really listen to them and discard and overlook that the language or how they put putting the message out, they are saying something that you need. I don't know how many times I've come across people that I particularly would not be listening to, but when I really stopped and and just took my judgment ears off of the words they were using and listened to the message that they were conveying, they were really saying something. That's why the Bible says, do not judge or you yourself will be judged. See, too many times we judging people because of the way they look or how they sound. They don't sound proper like everybody else. See, it's the proper folks that got the problem. See, in the Bible, the, the, proper, the, the Pharisees were proper. They did all the prayers. They did everything on the surface right. They spoke right. They sound good. But they wasn't good for the people. It's people on YouTube I see right now. They sound good, speak real good, but they garbage. They they lie. They don't tell the truth. Taking people's money. I ain't calling out no names yet, you know, but there's quite a bit of them like that. But the ones that I get most of the good information is the ones that be talking crazy or they sound like they talking crazy. We have to stop judging folks. That's the reason why Jesus always sat with the people that most people didn't want to sit around or be around because they kept it real. They wasn't faking it. Jesus hung out with prostitutes, right? Some of y'all might want to sit down. 
and hear what I'm about to say. And listen, very carefully about what I'm say. Jesus hung out with prostitutes, but those prostitutes was up front. They didn't front on their life. This is what they were. But this, this sisters out there that wear, you know, all dressed up, looking perky and pretty and stuff like that. But they, they just like the prostitute in a way. They faking it. They fakers, but these were real. See, it wasn't about her lifestyle that Jesus was worried about. It was they were truthful about their lifestyle. They wasn't faking it. So many people are living that same life, but they faking it. They're hiding it. They sneaking, they, they sneaking through back doors doing their dirt. And even in this, let me, let me show you something. <laughs> Let me say something. I mean, I always kind of wondered why, even in the scripture, after Solomon got blessed by God with his wisdom, the first two people he had to deal with was two prostitutes. It says here, a wise ruling. Now, two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One of them said, pardon me, my Lord, this woman and I live in the same house. I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died. Hang on. Yeah, oh, oh, waste time. Uh, during the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I, while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son, and he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son I had born. The other woman said, no, the living one is my son, the dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, no, the dead one is yours, the living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. The king said, y'all can just imagine about this scene, right? Two prostitutes arguing over a child because one killed their son. Now, these are prostitutes having children. Now, y'all ready? They had single moms back then. This single mom thing ain't nothing new. Reacting like it's a new thing. We've been playing this game for a very long time. We just in a different age now. But this single mom, look, y'all see this, right? (laughs) Right? So, the king said, this one says my son is alive and your son is dead, while the one that one says, no, your son is dead and mine is alive. king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order, cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, please, my lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither. I know you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman. Do not kill him. She is the mother. When all of Israel heard the verdict the king had given, 
They held the king in awe because they saw that he had wisdom from God to administer justice. So, you know, no, a, a, a real mother is not going to want to see her child dead. The other one had nothing to lose, really. So now, because her child was dead, she wanted the other one dead. Or she was going to keep him one way or the other. She corrupt, just straight corrupt. Not because she was a prostitute, because she kills her child. And then she tried to steal one. But those are two moms that, that wasn't married who had children. So this, these rule, they came in. He didn't say, y'all prostitutes, get out of my courtroom. He didn't hear that. He just did a ruling and sent them on their way. So obviously that was a normal part of that that, that culture. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No one ever taught it from that perspective. All right. It's eight seventeen. I gotta get ready for my um meeting at eight thirty. I told everybody I was gonna be on. Let's see what the comments say. Somebody said, I believe the benefit for the government is primarily control. They get to run the lives of those who depend on them, where they live, go to school and work. The government's currency is control. That's part of it, LMIV. But the bigger thing is this. Once you understand the laws of the state, especially when it comes to child support, they make money off of that. So every child support order, DNA, all of that stuff, the government gives them a benefit for, being, for enforcing child support laws. They get money. Every dollar they collect, they get a dollar from the government. Every order they put in effect, they get money from the, from the government. Every DNA they take, they get money from the government. So the government has a vested interest, families being separated. Because each state gets paid to enforce. They, got, they even get bonuses if their enforcement rate is over a certain percentage. That's why they go ham and try to, they don't care who the father is. They're just going to put somebody on child support. It's money grab. Once you understand, that's, that's what it is. Go ahead, keep having children. I'll give you this little bit of money, and you'll keep everybody staying in poverty. And then these fathers that you're having babies with that you're not planning on staying with, we're going to put them on child support and, and keep them in poverty too. This system is vicious, yo. But if we was keeping the laws of Moses and reading this Bible, and we, wouldn't, and we wouldn't even pick a woman like that to have a child with. The other way around, women wouldn't be just having children with anybody for some little check. See, that all comes from one thing and one thing alone. Not knowing that you are a divine manifestation of God. Because if you knew who you really was, these people really knew who really was, they wouldn't even get involved with that. See, people keep talking about sin, this, they sin, this, this. No, the real sin, the real problem, the real issue is not knowing who you are when it comes to connection in your true divinity with God. Once you know that, that's why you have to study this. Once you understand that, you won't get... See, those things that people get involved with are just symptoms of the bigger problem. 
the false concept of themselves. The low viewpoint of themselves. That's the problem. That's where the real sin lies. Everything else is the symptom. All of the things that people do, rob, steal, kill, destroy, getting in, you know, just having children just to be having children. Those are symptoms of the real problem. Once people have a serious knowing of themselves in relation to God, and in order to know God, you must first love yourself. You can't know God without love for yourself. No. You cannot know God without love for yourself first. Because to know God is to love yourself. That's the truth. If you don't if you don't see where I'm going or you can't really see that, try and see how it is. Try loving yourself. Have a proper perfected love for yourself and see what happens because God is love. It says that God is love. What is it, 821? Uh, judgment works when the judge is as eager to receive judgment criticism as he is dishing it. Problem is, the judge does not want to be subjected to discretion, judgment, or others. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Yep, that's how they benefit, y'all. You can't see the government don't care about nobody but themselves. It's a corporation. They're trying to make bread. And they're using the ignorance of the people to do it. See, our ignorance is what fuels their success, what keeps it going, like with the school system. Our ignorance of the true purpose of what school is really for is what keeps us sending our children to these places. Because when you understand what it's for, I wish I'd have known way years ago that I, what I know now. I would have never let my kids go to them buildings to indoctrinate them and make them enemies to me. All right, y'all. It's 8.23, seven minutes. I'm going to get on out of here. I think I gave you all enough to, to, to digest for today. Remember, we have that money ritual coming up. And shouts out to get to, get to the family in Chicago for having me out, uh, the hospitality, uh, the, the conversations were great. And I hope to do it again. I hope to get it. You know what? What's... This this seminar had me rethinking how I do seminars because this one you didn't have to pay to be there. There was no fee. There was no door charge to be there, and and it was quite successful. So I'm I'm rethinking some things. Big time. God showed me some things through that. Make some changes. You know, maybe there's no no more no no more cover charges to do seminars in person. See what you know. Now I gotta that you know all of that stuff cost me money. I mean it's not they. I still got taken care of because the people that came they donated to the cause. They appreciated. They donated. So I was taken care of. My expenses were taken care of and some extra. So it, that's how it happened. So if you guys want to throw your own seminar in your city. 
and you have a venue that you want to set up, I'm I'm open. As long as it's a, a a clean and wholesome environment, I'm good. All right. With that being said, I am going to um, say peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. You guys have a good rest of the evening. people we got on 14 good 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 people showing up godly shut this other computer down all right all right man get my camera going here camera's acting weird fix that it's frozen Oh, you know what's going on? All right. Got that working. Let's go. All right, everybody. So, there's been a lot. Can everybody hear me pretty good? 
Sounds yes. good. Sounds great. So, all right. Let me fix my laptop here. What the f- All right, so this Corporate Transparency Act stuff. As a matter of fact, I need to close something out here. Let's see.